Texas, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Dallas. Because you're the um the lead guitarist at the Potter's House. How did you get into that? Like, how did, how did that happen? I actually came out here to play for another event. Uh, and then I hit up my guy, Ace of War. He played, he was, he was at the Potter's House at, around that time. So I called him and was like, yo, can I fill in? And he was like, yeah, let me call the MD and make sure it's okay. Call me back. Um, I went in, played, they liked it. Kept calling me back to fill in. So I was driving back and forth from Houston to Dallas, Houston to Dallas, every weekend. And then um, they offered me the job. And I let that email sit in my inbox for three weeks. Cause I was I was scared. I was like, man, I ain't never been this far away from my parents. Uh, mm -hmm. All this other stuff, just ridiculous stuff. Mm -hmm. And then those bills started to come. And I was like, yeah, I ain't got no job. I probably just <laughs> imagine. Well, today your um your visual for your new song is a fixed fight that came out. You know, are you no. excited? How are you feeling no. about that? I see that. I'm good. You know what How I'm you saying? feeling about I'm it? Everybody's everybody's on it. Everybody's checking it out. Uh, everybody, they love it. So I'm like, man, this is what I wanted. I wanted to touch somebody's life. But I really, the main thing for me is, yeah, buy the song. Yeah, listen to it and all that. But I want you to really believe it. You know what I'm saying? I want you to believe that the situation that we're facing right now, with this pandemic, that the end of the road is always victory. You know what I'm saying? If you walk in victory, you will be victorious all the time, 100% of the time. That's what I want people to get from this song is that we already got the victory. You just got to walk in it. You got to believe it yourself. Yeah. Amen. So did you write this song during this pandemic? Or how do, what was the creative process for that? No, I actually, I, I wrote this song in Louisiana, uh, July the 27th. I was out there for a conference with my homie Ryan. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I was there singing. We were singing Have Your Way, actually. And then at the end, it was just a vibe. And we just start singing, it's a fixed fight. And we already won. And then I was like, yo, this is a vibe. Because we stopped playing, everybody kept singing. I was like, yo, this is a vibe right here. So I'm going to I'm have to write to this. So I wrote to it. And I put them verses. And I was like, yo, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. And that, that's how it came. That's how it came. And then we did the uh, live recording October the 25th. Yeah, out here in Fort Worth, Texas at the Ramp Church. And... I was able to work with my old producer, Eric King, and then my brother and all them was on board. So it's, it's like a dream come true right now. Right, and you had Crystal um, join you. Crystal Broussard, she's from Houston, Texas, back at um, Windsor Village Church. She's one of the worship leaders there. And like, I was like, man, I gotta go back home and get my homie Crystal to sing on this song. And she just murdered me. Like she, that girl is so anointed. Like it's one thing to be able to sing, but right. to be able to sing and have the anointing is like, yo. That's crazy. what you need. That's what you need. Sure. Absolutely. And I saw you last week. You were um, taking over the Stellars. And so you had that interview with Todd Delaney and you were performing it then. Sure. And the energy, man, you guys were like crazy. I mean, I can only imagine how. That's crazy because we were, we were actually supposed to, they was like, it's going to be an intimate setting. We're going to do the wall. And big ups to uh, Tilly Man Productions and and uh, Bakerman production, because them my homies, man, they were just like, man, just come in, we got you, don't worry about paying us nothing, man, all that, and Tamla man and David man, because it's their facility, so we was there, man, and I was like, yo, this is crazy, like, they said it's supposed to be an intimate setting, we're gonna have a backdrop for you, singers gonna be around, we just want you to sit down and sing, and I was like, all right, cool, I got my acoustic, cool, 
And then it just got good. I was like, yo, I got to get up because I jump a lot when I sing. And I sitting know. on this stool is about to run me crazy. Right. Well, yeah, boy, yeah. And the spirit was high there. I was like, okay. Yeah. Like, I got to see you in concert because I can only imagine, you know, the energy level that you bring to your songs. That's awesome. So how was that though experience with interacting with Todd Delaney too? In um, cause he's mad. Me and Todd, we already homies. Like that's that's like my big brother. Like he could call me out on some stuff. Like if I post something crazy, he'd be like, "Hey man, like don't ever do that again." <laughs> <laughs> but that's like my big homie, man. And he, um, when they when they asked when we asked him to do it, it was just like, "Yeah, let's do it, man." He's always been a big support uh, to my to my career, ministry, and all this stuff like that. And I'm just like, man, you don't find people that's like that. There's only been a couple of people that I've worked with that were actually like that, and that was Todd Delaney and Todd Tribbett. Those guys were just like, hey, go ahead, get out there, do your thing. And if I ever have a chance to bring you out with me or have you on stage, then we're going to do it. So Todd Delaney, is, Todd Delaney is like one of them real casters. It's a real dude right there. So do you see yourself working with him in the future, him or Ty or anybody else? Of course. Of you course. Working on Ty, right I, now? Yeah, we are. <laughs> Yo, Ty, uh, you got this. You, this, this, this. This exclusive right here. Ty yeah. is actually on the, he's on the record. Oh. He's actually on the Fix Fight record. Not this song, but the actual okay. album that's coming out. Uh-huh. Uh, so, okay, yeah, let's get into this album. When is the album coming out? Because now I'm already waiting for it. What song? Yo, we got to let y'all sit with Fix Fight for a minute. I don't know when the album coming out. It might okay. be a month from now, two months from now. Who knows? But it's coming out. Yeah. Okay. And you said Ty is on the record. He's going to be on your, your new album. Yeah. All right, awesome. There's a couple more surprises on the record, too. But, yeah. You, can, you can't let it us know that? You can't let us. Know. I already gave you one. I gave you one. I gave you one. Okay. All right. All right. I'll take that. I'll take that. All right. So I'm, that was my. That's why I wonder who else are you trying? Because at the Potter's house, you've already kind of um, worked with a lot of great people. I didn't know who else you wanted to work with um, in your career. Like who else is on your list? So you have Ty. You have Todd. Who else is on your yeah, list of people? I had. Um couple of people that I wanted to work with, like Kirk Franklin, but God bless me with the opportunity to work with him on the Tori Kelly album. So, uh, if I, let's see, who do I want to work with? Planet Checkers, for sure. Um, I want to do some stuff with Maverick City Music, you know, with the homie Chandler and all them out there. Um, and who else? I want to work with Bethel Music. Yeah, I, I want to do everything, yo. Like, I don't want to just be a, I don't want people to consider me just a gospel artist because I'm way more than that, you know what I'm saying? Right, a worship but, leader. Yeah, and, and on the cool, I want to be the first guy. I want to be the first gospel artist to get the Migos to do a gospel song. If I can get the Migos on a gospel record, yo. listen, yo. Because the end of Fix Fight is already a trap song. It's already you know a trap so You know what I'm saying? Can we start if like I a petition online? Oh, my God. That would be Yo, so if dope. I get, if I can get Migos to get a, to do a, a remix of Fix Fight with me, that would be so lit. Now, you've been yeah. playing music since you were three? 
and like you got into three a years old. With your brother at eight, like how? So this is something you always wanted to do. Yeah, and I mean, people ask me like, "Did you see yourself doing any doing anything else?" And I was just like, "Nah, I don't." Like I actually lost my job when I was living in Houston. Uh, I was working for this church. And they let me go, and then I went and worked for UPS. Hate it. <laughs> I mean, two weeks, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm done. I quit. <laughs> like, I'm done with this. This ain't for me. Like, the whole working throughout. Yeah, that ain't for me. That ain't for me at all. But I started playing when I was three. Me and my brother. My mom said both of us started when we was three, but that's impossible because if I'm three, that means my brother is four. But yeah, I, I correct on that a little later. Yeah. But we started when we was three. We started a quartet group. When we were seven. That went all the way up to we was about 18 years old because we kept doing like little anniversaries and stuff. You know how quartet groups do? They do you know, first year anniversary, second year anniversary, all that. And we went all the way up to I think like eight or nine. 89 years or something like that. And we had fun doing it. We sung with the Kane Spirituals, Lee Williams, Keith Wonderboy Johnson, all that. And the crazy part is, I always wanted to do a song with Keith Wonderboy Johnson. And I was able to play on Ricky Billet's last record with Keith Wonderboy Johnson leading the song. So I was like, yo, wow. hey, that dream has come true already. So it's all, it's all good. But yeah, that's how it all started. And then the rest is like, you know, move to Dallas and then. The rest is history. <laughs> now you had the Potter's house, yeah. Yeah. Is your brother on your album with you? I, I mm-hmm. heard you said that y'all playing did the... bass. Oh, okay. He oh, he's a bass player. On every song. Yeah. Does he sing? Well, obviously he sings as well, but he's not trying to. He used to sing, but he don't sing no more. Okay. Because we was on a gig one day, and then I was looking at him like, "You ain't holding your note." <laughs> and then. From that day forward, I found another tenor, and he just played bass. He took care of the band. So here at Ambo TV, I'm gonna uh, we're a sermon network, and uh, one of the things that I love to ask all of our um, guests are, who are some of your favorite pastors or sermons that you've ever heard? I feel like I know at least one, maybe <laughs> your boss, but like, <laughs> who I would hope some so. of your your favorite um, preachers? Uh, My favorite preachers are, I got to start with Bishop Jakes because I don't want to get fired. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bishop Jakes is one, he is one of my favorite preachers, but Bishop Noel Jones, mm. that's my, yo. Like, the words he used with his vocabulary is, like, crazy. And I just be sitting there like, I just learned 50 new words. <laughs> that's what's up. But Bishop Jakes, Bishop Noel Jones, Pastor Michael Todd, and then mm. Judah Smith. Judah Smith. Yes. Oh, oh my church God. Home. Yes. Yes. I I watch him all the time. Like if I'm having a bad day, I don't want no preacher hollering at me. I want to go to <laughs> Judah Smith phase. And I want to, you know, Jesus loves you, man. If you just uh, you know, I want to hear all of that. You I know. know. But, you don't need to yeah. be condemned. You well, want to be loved on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just a little bit. <laughs> uh, do the Smith and then there's one more. There's one more. If I'm gonna go real, real churchy, if I really want to get real, real churchy, I'm gonna go Pastor Brian Nelson from Houston, Texas. Oh yeah, was that Concord Church? No, no, no. Jericho City Church of God in Christ. Oh, Church of God. Okay, yeah. Co- oh, you Kojic. Yes, Kojic will be I church swear. all the time. 
I grew up coaching, so you know, yeah. And it's crazy. I just want to say this. Uh, his sister, Avonita Nelson, passed away today, so I just want to say, um, rest in peace to her. Man, yeah, yeah, that hurt, but it is what it is. It's not. It, it ain't. It is what it is. It hurt, but yeah, rest in peace to her. And um, yeah, that's it for my favorite preachers. All right, awesome. Thank you so much, Jabari. All right. Take care. Bye.